Hello, and welcome to the NPRD podcast with nurse practitioner and registered dietitian Robin Kivit. Eating disorders, body image, medicine, they are all interconnected. But with so many programs, techniques, and advice to choose from, it's easy to be overwhelmed. Robin, with more than 25 years of experience as a nurse practitioner and registered dietitian, offers help and hope for everyone, families, children, and adults. Along with veteran talk show host and good friend, Jordan Rich, Robin invites you to learn much more right here on the NPRD podcast. Welcome to another edition of the NPRD. Today we have Mackenzie Smith, a registered dietitian nutritionist. She has her bachelor's degree from University of Delaware and then obtained her master's degree in nutritional sciences from BU. Mackenzie's been a dietitian for a number of years. Prior to being in outpatient care, she was an inpatient dietitian working at Walden Behavioral Care, which is the highest level of eating disorder care that there is. Currently, she works in my practice full-time, so I feel really lucky in two different ways. One, that she works with me, and two, that she's full-time now. So thank you, Mackenzie, for being on today. Yes, thank you for having me. What did I forget in introducing you? Anything? I don't think you forgot anything. Um, Like you said, I, I got my undergrad at University of Delaware, dietetics. And then right from there, I went and did my master's at Boston University. I did my dietetic internship through there as well. And then I started working pretty quickly at Walden um, in the inpatient unit, which was really threw me into the eating disorder world. And I learned, I learned a lot working there. You actually forgot one thing. Go blue hands. What did we forget? (laughs) Yes. <laughs> my my daughter was a graduate, so that's why I had to throw that in there. Excellent. <laughs> Go awesome. ahead, Robin. I just, what, I guess my, and you and I have talked about this a number of times, but for our listeners, I guess my main two questions really to start off are, what brought you into the field of nutrition? And then from there, the specific eating disorders part, which is you know, it's, those are two very big questions, but I love to share that with others. Yeah, of course. So first, the, the nutrition piece was more of just grew from my interest in a nutrition course that I took my freshman year of college. I didn't. I went into school um, planning to major in psychology because my dad's a psychiatrist, my mom's mm-hmm. a psychologist, so you know, kind of was just in the family. Um, And I was like, whatever, I'll just go for that. Didn't really think too much about it. And then when I got to school, I took a course in nutrition and I realized that I was very interested in that. And then I feel like the eating disorder space kind of combined those two interests, Mm -hmm. um, the interest in the psychology and the eating. Um, Those kind of both come up with my work in eating disorders. Um, and then once I got into working with eating disorders, I think I've kind of realized that um, there's a lot of experiences throughout my life, too, that I can, I can relate to with the patients that I work with. Um, I was a gymnast growing up, so there was a lot of um, sort of disordered eating or eating disorders mm-hmm. that were around me growing up. And somehow, luckily, I kind of escaped 
that yeah. in my own personal life, but I definitely experienced it with friends and with those that I grew up around. And then also family too. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my, my family um, has interesting relationships with food. And now working in the space, I see that a lot more clearly. But um, initially, I never really thought about it until kind of knowing more about eating disorders. I didn't know that that you had gone to Udell without declaring that's really interesting that the the nutrition class sparked that and so early on you know as a young person you know because you were what 18 that you decided if I put these two together that you know I can reach folks and it really is true that in our field because you and I solely focus on working with folks with eating disorders that it, it, it truly is the psychology, some psychiatry at times, and mm-hmm. obviously how those two things are the pieces that make the nutrition complex. What brought you to then Walden as an initial position? Because that's a big deal to go from your internship to that higher level of care. Yeah, it is. So, I mean, I always knew that I wanted to end up in private practice that was sort of my my end goal Mm -hmm. um and i i did some like looking around at different um people who are in private practice in the eating disorder space and i talked to some people that just um folks from school and people that i knew had connections to and whenever i talked to those dietitians that worked in more of the private practice setting they all kind of recommended to get experience in a treatment center first to, to really mm-hmm. learn about eating disorders and have that foundation. And so there was a job opening at Walden that I applied for and ended up taking that. And I'm so happy that I did because of how much I, I learned in that setting. I love the advice that you got. And I often, and you probably get this question too from younger dietitians now, you know, I've seen folks ask the question, what should I do first before I go into private practice? And the recommendation is usually to get experience in, you know, a formal setting like you did at Walden. I know I went right into a hospital setting at that time. And Mm -hmm. it's interesting to me how sometimes when I'll be reading, you know, like different kind of conversations between folks in the field who've been in a while and who are asking that question, what what do I need to do before private practice? That a lot of dietitians opposite, say the opposite. They actually say, oh, you don't need that. Go into private practice right away. And I just, I couldn't imagine doing that. I feel like the things I learned in the positions I had as inpatient or you know, doing even full-time in the community, there were just, there's so many things that I wouldn't have known. And I agree. Yeah. So I, I really applaud you for that. And, and it really, because it really is, it's tough work. You know, you are handling. Yeah, it's really tough. Yeah, very sick folks. Um, May I ask, Mackenzie, when you went to Walden for the first time, uh, what was so surprising that, you know, you didn't expect 
what what was it that shocked you or yeah that's a really a really good question um i think i think initially i was i was really just surprised by the level of malnutrition and how sick some of these folks were at that level of care um especially kind of the effects that it has on cognition and your brain. I remember some of the first people that I spoke to when I started there and um, just feeling really kind of taken aback by, by yeah, truly how sick they, they were um, and how much they were struggling and um, how severe eating disorders can be, which I, I, again, feel like is so valuable for me to see that and to know that and to know how to work with those types of people who are struggling to that extent um, because it it helps with my work um, in the outpatient field too um, just to to be able to speak to that and to be able to know that level of sickness compared to where people might be in outpatient um, settings when they're doing you know usually much better. Right right and at the same time it also I think at least in our conversations you are in mind that it certainly helps you identify folks that need a higher level of care and mm-hmm. you can speak to what like what exactly that entails um and certainly yeah, I find that really helpful yeah, yeah yeah um what do you like the most about being an outpatient oh that's a good question too um I love seeing people make progress and actually get better. Mm. Um, That is something that I didn't get to experience too often in the inpatient setting. One, because people would leave or step down to a lower level of care and I didn't get to follow their full journey. So it's not to say that people didn't necessarily get better, but sometimes I just didn't get to see that. Um, So in the outpatient setting, I... I get to see more of that end result of people actually feeling better and being able to live their lives and not be so tied down by the eating disorder. So that piece feels really good. That's really rewarding. Um, Yeah, I think that's my favorite part. You do a great deal of collaborating. Do you feel like you do more collaborating in outpatient than in inpatient? Yeah, the collaborating is very different because inpatient... Um, you're working directly with the nurse practitioner and the clinician on the case. We're all sitting right near each other in the office. So the collaborating is very like on demand, right? Right. When we need to talk to each other, we can access each other in the outpatient world. I find it to be a little more challenging in the sense that you have to do a little bit more work to get in touch with someone, you know, sometimes you're playing phone tag or whatever it might be. Um, but I find the collaborating to be equally, if not more important Um, just to make sure that everyone is on the same page with every case. And the doctors and therapists that I've worked with in outpatient have been awesome. So that's been a really, really um, important and valuable piece of this experience, too. You do a great job of that. I hear that across the board from all the clinicians that I also know who now share cases with you, that that collaboration is invaluable. So. Well done. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I have a question for you, and and I could easily ask this of Robin, but it might be fun to ask this of the two of you. That first time you meet with a person who's about to become a patient, an outpatient, Mm -hmm. 
What happens in that experience? What do you want to bring to that experience? I know it's a style thing, but and there's a structural way to do an intake, but how important is that first meeting and, and what traits do you like to exhibit? I, and Robin, you can answer this too, but something that I find really important is to validate the experience that people mm-hmm. are having when they meet with me at first. I think for a lot of people, I'm one of the first people that they're talking to and opening up to about the eating disorder. Um, sometimes it just seems like, especially right now, it's really hard to get access to therapists and other yeah. folks providing for eating disorders. So sometimes I'm the first person that they're speaking to. Um, and I find it just so important to let them know that they're heard and mm. to validate what they're going through. Yeah, I think I, I agree with you. I think letting people know they are seen and mm-hmm. that the eating disorder or disordered eating is not their fault. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's a complex, long appointment. I'll often say to folks, like, you may be tired after this because it's a lot. And I I like to know what their life is like, you know, if it's a younger person, we're always asking, you know, the intricacies of the family pieces. But I really, I really want to know kind of what their life is like in general. Would you, would you agree? Yes. Yeah. And I often say too, at the beginning, like, I'm going to ask you a whole bunch of questions and some of them, you'll understand why I'm asking. Some of them seem like they have nothing to do with nutrition. And that's just because I want to know what your life is like. Yeah. And how many appointments would you say, even as a first session, you might not even talk about food? Yeah. I mean, even as follow-ups go on, I feel like some sessions go by and I'm like, oops, sorry, we didn't really get around to the food pieces too much today. (laughs) Right. Because Mm. both of us do a lot of work with folks around well, body it, image pieces too. It, it so. also sounds very much like the two of you are very good listeners and you have to be at at first particularly. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I think we're investigating, right? With mm. um empathy and you know, kind of in this soft empathic way to understand. It's not like we can't make strong recommendations, right? Um, But, yeah. What, where do you feel like you want to go from here, Mackenzie, with your work? Like any other additional certifications or? um, Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I've definitely considered um, getting the eating disorder certification that goes along with the RD, so becoming a um, certified eating disorder registered dietitian. Um, that's something that's been on my mind as well as just continuing to learn from you, Robin, I find our, our supervision to be extremely valuable. Um, so that's a really important piece. A bunch of these conferences too, that are all virtual right now, but I'm hoping to get to one of those in person once that starts up again. I think, um, the networking and just being there in person would be nice for um, some of these eating disorder conferences that happen. I know IADEP, I think, is back in 
California in the spring. That's the International Academy of Eating Disorder Professionals. And then META will be potentially in person, the Multidisciplinary Eating Disorder Association that's here in Newton, but is national. So potentially we can get to those, and I have to repeat this, Multi-Service Eating Disorders Association. Thank you, Mackenzie, for being on air with us today. We're very lucky to have you. I know I'm very lucky to have you in the practice, and I could go on and on about the glowing things that folks say, both patients and other clinicians, about your work. So thank you. Just where you can find Mackenzie, her about page is on my website. So it's robinkevitt.com and then about Mackenzie. And we'll have you back soon. That would be fun. Okay, I'd love that. Thank you. (laughs) All right, take good care. Thank you for joining us for the NPRD podcast with Robin Kivit. We invite you to subscribe, download, rate and review us and share this valuable podcast with friends and family. Help and hope is found here. For more, just go to robinkivit.com. That's R-O-B-Y-N-K-I-E-V-I-T.com. Or check out the NPRD.com. 